Welcome to the Zen Stoic Podcast, where we take philosophies of Zen and Stoicism that have been helping people for thousands of years, and we bring them into modern discussions to create mental wellness and vitality. Welcome back, everybody, to the Zen Stoic Podcast. I'm your host, Victor Pierantoni, here with my co-host and audio engineer, Nico Rebel. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Zen Stoic Podcast. Oh, yes. I'm trying something different with my voice. I see it. I don't know. I, Do you guys like it? I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yo, what's up, Massive? What's up, everybody listening right now? So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about a pretty interesting story about what we talked about last episode, which is how one of my clients was able to use the middle way, the Buddhist concept to actually create more fulfillment in his life. So uh, in case you guys missed the last episode, one thing, one thing that we were talking about is how the root of all suffering is attachment, attachment to desire, attachment to external things that are outside of our control. Straightforward, like money. Yes, like money. And, it, and specifically in this client's case, it was definitely around money, around uh, an overemphasis on materialism. So, all right. So we, we definitely want to get into that. Now, here's the thing about materialism and just one, one thing that I'm going to note before we get into this. This is not an, in any way, shape, or form demonizing materialism or saying that it's bad. Right, right, right. Yeah, we want to make that known for yes, real. Yes, th this is all about a balance, right? The middle way is embracing both spirituality and materialism. And so the thing to remember about that is when we're thinking about our, our own desires, Right, like things like material gain, status, sexuality, these are part of human nature. And that we're we're not human without desires. Right? right. So, you know, people without ambition or desire or or any kind of goals, they're lost. So we want to remember that we're still human beings at the end of the day. All right. And that that's what the Zen Stoic podcast is about all about, is bringing yourself back to your nature. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Maintaining that desire. 100% because, you know, like we were talking about in a previous episode, the Buddha never said that we must suppress or eradicate our desires. But, you know, instead he, he, he stated that we need to get rid of the attachment. Exactly. Exactly. Because that, that attachment, guys, that attachment is That's where the problem lays. Oh, yes. So anyway, without further ado, we're going to go into this, this story. So this particular client of mine, he is a financial planner right? Financial trader and planner. So he basically, he helps people out with obviously their investments, their, their retirement strategies. So he does this in New York and it's pretty high pressure over there, right? He's, he works with a lot of very wealthy clients. And when he had gotten into this business originally, he was doing so because he wanted to essentially make enough money so that he could show the world that he was good enough right. because he was rich. So that was his own only desire. That was his only desire. That's what he was attached to. So live on Wall Street. Oh yeah. Show that I'm rich. Exactly. All right, got you. Show Noted. that I'm rich and all these things. And and you know, he did it to impress other people. And the interesting thing about this was that when he was young, he was doing the whole fake it till you make it approach. Oh yeah, we spoke about that approach earlier yes. this week. Absolutely, we did. And it, that's the, you know, part of that was what was eating him up inside, right? Because he was doing the fake it till you make it. And then, you know, 14 years later into his career, he had quote unquote made it, right? He is making more money than he ever has. He has the house he wants, the car he wants. And 
you know, he he's coming to our coaching sessions and he's saying, he's like, I can't seem to get a hold of my emotions, right? I'm still in a crappy state. And I found, I found this to be pretty interesting because according to what he said he had wanted, he had. All right. So did he have the Lambo? <laughs> he didn't have the Lambo. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> but that okay, wasn't okay. one of his desires. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm just, you know, I just got to check, you know, yeah, Wolf yeah. of Wall Street type vibe. Oh, here yeah, I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he wasn't, he wasn't like that exactly. But All right, cool. the point is he, he believed that his status was going to display his self-worth uh, and, and validate him internally. And when he realized that he, he had the money and he, he had the place that he wanted, the apartment on the street that he wanted, what he realizes that he was still feeling the same way that he did before because the fake it till you make it is trying to get other people to validate you and tell you who you are. But Which the thing can. is, uh, no, exactly. They yeah. can't. All right. And no amount of external validation is ever going to make you feel like enough. So in his case, I remember he came to a call and, you know, he was, he was trying to talk about, so much about his his high standards and that everything needed to be outstanding and great and every business trip he went on had to be amazing and this and that and he was getting so wrapped up in the attachment to this idea that everything had to be at this high standard and i remember asking him and I, and and again i wasn't trying to teach him the middle way but what i realized is that's what ended up coming out of this i remember asking him i said what what if you were okay with just being okay what and if he was you like, no. Nah. Yeah, at first he, he, he wasn't into that idea. But I was like, no, seriously, think about this for a second. What if you could learn to love the mundane, the regular, instead of always having to be extravagant? Because your desire to be extravagant is not coming from your own internal standards. It's coming from your desire to be accepted by others, to be looked at as good enough by others. So there's a very different intention that he had Right. than somebody who just has those high standards for themselves. And and it was it was feeling like a prison to him. Right? He was he was essentially a slave to the opinions of other people. Which, you know, ironically, I'm going to correlate this to social media. Mhm. That's my beef with social media. As much as I love it, I love it, but the like system, I think people are slaves to that desire of getting that double tap. Or that like or yes. that swipe left. You know what I mean? Yes. And and again, guys, although we're talking about this, don't forget to like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> straightforward, straightforward. Yeah. But anyway, no, no, I totally get what you're saying. It, it it kind of distorts the view, the viewpoint of internal validation. Right? Exactly. Somebody finds it hard to validate themselves because of that. Exactly. And um I remember having this conversation too with this young female. She's in high school, and she's just obsessed over the amount of likes she she would get if she posts a picture. Yes, and how that in turn dictates her mood and her day, and you know, very similar to what we were talking about with the the your client. You know, yes, exactly. His whole mood was dictated by not even the direct thoughts of other people, but what he perceived that they were. Correct. <laughs> so it wasn't he. It was like something he couldn't control. Plus an assumption. So you couldn't control the opinions of other people, but he was assuming that they were a certain way because he was at a certain status in his life. That's a dangerous place to be. 100%. So there was no surprise to me as to why his emotional state was never in the right place. Essentially, he gave the power of his state to other people to control through Correct. their opinions. 
or through his perception of their opinions, even worse. <laughs> you got another layer there. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. So correct. tying this back, you know, I when I asked him the question, what if you were okay with just being okay? What if you could begin to love and embrace the mundane or the regular of life? And to a lot of people in the personal development industry, that's, you know, the opposite of what they would say to you. They'd be like, no, and, they, and they, they'd want to push against that. But the point is, one thing that you want to remember is this. If you think about the astronauts who first went to the moon, a lot of them came back and were experiencing depression. Now, why is that? Because they've gone to the moon. Now they feel like they've done everything. So if it takes going to the moon to find a sense of joy, then you're fucked. Pretty much. <laughs> it's not like every, every second you can just go to the moon. Yeah, no, you can't just go every second. So the thing that you want to remember is that, you know, if, you, if it takes the moon to find that joy, it's going to set you up for disappointment. But if you can find joy in a smile, in a breath of fresh air, in a drink of cold water, and like simple things like that, then you're setting yourself up for success and fulfillment throughout your life. So in the case of this particular client, he began to try this approach on. Right, Part of his homework was essentially just to go and focus in this way. Now, one thing that he did is he would often not – I won't say discriminate against clients, but he would you know, not want to follow up or call certain clients because he thought, he thought to himself that it was a waste of time. These were the mundane, the regular clients that weren't going to make him a lot of money. And instead, because he tried on this approach, he started calling them. He started following up with them and being more friendly and being more grateful that they were trusting him with, with their finances. And out of doing that, he ended up landing on one of these clients that he hadn't spoken to in a while and ended up making $42,000 in a single day. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> and so, And this all came from him just kind of letting go of his judgments and his attachments to prestige. And all of a sudden, he makes all this money. And what does he do with it? He doesn't go buy something nice. No, he didn't go buy that car. He donated 20000 of it to one a charity that he really believed in. Wow. And felt more fulfillment in that moment than he had ever had in making any amount of money. What a complete flip. Yes. Because he was not just embracing the materialistic side, but also the spiritual side. He was balancing the desire with the contribution and doing something bigger than himself. And that is the power of the middle way. Definitely. So guys, go subscribe, review. Yo, just drop a comment, man. Find the middle way. Find the middle way. I think the middle way is the Zen Stoic podcast. Oh, yes. It is all about <laughs> five minutes of your day. Get that quick refresh. Get that recharge. We yes. get you guys ready. That's what we do here. And again, guys, you're not going to want to miss the next episode because one of the things that this guy was experiencing was the attachment to other people's opinions. So we're going to be talking about who you surround yourself with and the importance of it. So we want to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with the right kind of people that we don't feel the need to impress them all the time. So that's going to be the next episode. So stay tuned for that one.